Chicken, a giant, out a Chinese chicken. You, you have, have a dumb chicken, your brain style chicken. Watching X Files with the lights on. With the lights on. This one. Smoking man, smoking man. You, uh, you could also it's be hairy smoke. man. You know, no, it's the smoking man. Nobody's for sure about what the words are. Um, Pretty sure. It's one sure. of those choose your own adventures kind of song. No, no, no. That sounds crazy. Mm, like, doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. Keisha, you don't know. I do know this is the follow-up episode to Reality TV Needs Racist, which is a crossover episode of I Hope They Show Bravo in Hell and This Is Bullshit. So enjoy, guys. Okay, so we're back. Um, we might not have explained what Summer House is about as a show, so let's just go back a little bit. Um, it's basically just a show where people from New York go to the Hamptons for the weekend. And by people, we mean 20-something white kids. So, I think they're like 30s, the 30s. That's also why I appreciate the they? show. They're yes. so skinny. Keisha, once again, the Adderall, the cocaine. Come on. Oh, God This is it. also allegedly, I'm Alleg- just, we're just guessing how do you keep, maintain that energy. And However, thinness, yes. we have found a very good sample bit from the 99 cent store that Oof. is, uh, it's called Stay Awake. Yep. Shout out. Um, if you want to sponsor us. Great it caffeine It gives you pills. A, a great kick of caffeine with none of the jitters. Right. You don't even have to have a cup of coffee. Just bing, bang, boom. Bing, one dollar. Dollars. How many pills do you get? Okay, you know what we're you going to like we're doing too much. So. We're, do, we're doing okay, too much for free. We're doing. Much. You're right. Sponsor us, guys. Okay, okay. But these people, they have jobs in the city. Yes. And yes. Um, every, more and more each season, they well, show most, well or trying to get jobs, I guess. Um, and more and more each season, they kind of show you more of them in New York. Um, but mainly, it's just about them at the summer house, and they have it has like a Big Brother kind of feel to it. Their cameras. Mm-hmm. Have, everywhere um kind of like in their bedrooms yeah yeah in their bedrooms and so you kind of see them all the time um and there's not you know it's just i just think it's a very like inconsequential show like it's just a kind of because it is so insular there aren't really like a lot of bigger issues from the outside world that come into it and once again touching on what we're talking about how could these people give a fuck about other issues when you're living a life like this you know it, right I, we have to find a way to pierce through that i guess but i don't know what the solution you can't just stop making people care <laughs> like i just think if my life i just try to like put myself in their shoes like if my life were that carefree would i take the time to care about how much other people's lives sucked or would I even notice how much better my life is? Than some? Because a lot, of the pro- a lot of the problem with all of these like racial issues is that people don't like to accept that they might have like somehow gotten a leg up or somehow be in a better position than someone else through, you know, nothing that they really did. But I mean, it's hard for me as a black person to not think that way. But as if I were just like one of these girls going to summer house, you know, making out Luke and this and that, like whatever, like would I have, like you would have to have so much, so much like introspection to really like look at yourself and be like, you know what? I probably did get that raise over, uh, you know, Keisha because I look more like the boss's dad or whatever. You're supposed to use a fake name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a very black name, so <laughs> I was trying. I was like, let me think of a name, name. that sounds black. Oh, my name. Oh, okay, oh, oh my name. My, my name. My own name. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, but I, and that's like I think where where I think that these reality shows can spark like really deep conversation is yeah. it's like is it sinister you know is it like when you watch these things you know like if i'm thinking i'm a girl going to the hamptons for the summer and i don't have a care in the world like i mean like they have jobs but they're fine they're you know if it doesn't work out it's not like they're they're gonna be able to go home and figure it out for a little bit or whatever it is yeah which like i'm in the same situation so i can you know it's like you know i've certainly been a brat before (laughs) but i just feel like Maybe you know I I think that people ignorance is bliss you know yes yeah so I think maybe we have to also understand that 
I mean, just think about the anxiety of being a human. Like, I've been having panic attacks <laughs> about death since I was seven. I can remember them. I get heat rashes. I can't breathe. Like, it, it's it, it over. Like it's in my mind all the time if I'm in the car, if I'm sitting, like, on the couch. Anything could happen when I'm going to sleep. It, it is crazy, <laughs> the fixation. But you have to also uh, like I feel like everybody's trying to survive so in their mind like the survival mode is like let me focus on what I can and sometimes that's like how I look or getting a certain guy or whatever it is and I think maybe the best you could do in that situation is symbolically try to care right but I think it's almost better to like not even symbolically try to care no, 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 no. No, because I think it's worse. Because well, I ra- because it depends, it depends on what kind of symbolic. Like, okay, when I think of symbolically trying to care, I'm thinking that you're actually reading the little memes that you're posting and then posting them and feeling like I have a lot of white friends and they also need to know this. What are you thinking, though? No, no, no. I just mean like kind of just participating in the periphery and I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about like the people who actually like raise money and like post things and like are actually trying to use their, cause you know, like I have some great friends who, you know, they know that like I'm a white woman, I'm a, I'm a white mom and I can use my platform on Facebook for, with other moms and stuff to mm-hmm. educate them and it not come from a place where they maybe feel threatened, I guess, or, right. or, or offended or whatever. And like, I feel like all of those people that are acting in, of course, like, a very sincere way okay but i think when you get to like a lot of like the like high wealth because that's the thing too oh. like people under a certain income have empathy so right. i, I th- like to think so anyway yeah, yeah exactly so i mean like what we're watching is is a performance of empathy so <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like they're, they're, they're they a lot of they're, them put it on a lot of them care about dogs a lot of them care <laughs> yes that is <laughs> why people stop caring more about dogs than you care about humans it is god damn it just buy a hotel and let them fucking live there that would literally oh my god <laughs> like i the number i mean dave chappelle has a funny skit about it it's just right is it dave chappelle that has a skit about like the white oh. lady comes up and and the, the black guy is sitting there with his dog and the lady gives the money the dog like the money <laughs> to the dog like it's so ridiculous like just you got to care about people like also i mean we got to start calling homeless people unhoused unhoused community you know like you know we got to start calling but see, slaves enslaved people hold like, on you gotta you know this is kind of what i'm talking about though with like the over censorship of like oh. are we getting to i feel like we're this is what i mean i feel like we get too nitty-gritty about the wording of shit and rather more so than about the intention of stuff and that i feel like almost pulls people out of wanting to even be involved in the, the conversation because they're like, oh, I'm going to say something wrong. Like, some people still say Native Americans. Oh, some people wow. don't okay. say indigenous people. Some people... Right, 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 yeah. People are still learning about what being trans right. is. So even... We have to get... There's this thing that Democrats and centrists and, 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 and these neolibs are doing that is... Ah, I gotcha. Ah, but you said the wrong thing, so you, you're wrong. So you're wrong. And it, uh, it, it doesn't uh-huh. allow any growth. It doesn't right. allow you to hear the mistake and be corrected in a way that's not an I gotcha moment. Right. Because really it should be, oh, yeah, you're right. I need to start realizing these people are my neighbors. Like that is the moral. That's the, the gist that you're supposed to get out of calling homeless people the unhoused community. I see. I see what you're saying, though. You're. I mean... But I don't want to. I don't want to stop a stifle. conversation. Yeah, exactly. Just because you're not going to use the right words, right? And a right. lot of people, and I you, think, and are I, thinking. Yeah, and I don't think you should. I definitely don't think you should be canceling people for saying the wrong thing like that. I think that's that's crazy because I mean, our parents still say Oriental. I mean, you know, it's just like I don't think. It's just I don't think you can cancel people like this. Like it's it's too much. Like I that think cannot right. be confirmed nor denied. I haven't been home in a long time. They do. Okay, 
<laughs> they do. And I'd correct them every time, but that's how they grew Some up. Some people I mean, are in their ways, but that doesn't mean that their that heart is in the wrong place. Exactly. It doesn't mean their heart's in the wrong place. And I think, yeah, I see what you mean. People need to focus more on what they can really do to help people as opposed to, or what their real feelings are. Like, I would love to read, I feel like you don't read as many, like, heartfelt posts as you used to i feel like you used to get more like i don't know am i crazy like people like i'm really like trying to figure this out like trying to work on this i feel like people have stopped doing that they're like no 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 i'm not, i don't want to say the wrong thing i'm just not yeah not gonna say anything mm, I, I have been off social media for quite some time mm. so i don't know how's I, it yeah I, yeah I, but you you've been off it but it's changed for sure well, yeah, I do think that there is a fear of conversation. And I do think that there are, and this is what I was getting frustrated, like even talking with mom yesterday, like she was talking about everything in such teams. And it's like, we've got to stop <laughs> yeah. talking and thinking about, nobody is winning in this election, just so everybody knows. Right, Nobody's right. won. Guess what? No, none of these motherfuckers are going to give us a relief package. I'll tell you that right now because Biden's camp's already talking about austerity. They've been talking about it since before, saying the pantry's going to be bare. Mm -hmm. And this motherfucker is a person who's been talking about cutting Medicare, Medicaid, veterans benefits. Uh, I mean, you name it. Right, He's been right. talking about cutting it his entire political career. But we are so scared of having deep conversation or any i mean that's not even that deep that's just the facts right, right. we're so afraid of something that we believed in being wrong that we just would rather ignore it and that's what i feel like when bravo or when any other reality tv show when you censor these things you're just giving another out it's right, just right. another it's an way out. for your audience to feel comfortable because they don't have to say you know like oh i i did that yeah, yeah, and that right, right, and that is you're missing the whole fucking point. Like that is the whole the whole point is to see a little tiny bit of yourself because they pick the people that are the most egregious, the most like over the top, like they're caricatures. So he literally says in the like first episode of Vanderpump Rules to Jax, "I'm the devil. <laughs> you better not forget it." I wow. mean look at that and we loved her for it so why are we doing this thing where we're regressing just because people are scared of trump and stuff it's it's like we have to stop this hysteria we have to be able to talk to each other and reality show people we're at we're not paying them very much money to share their lives mm -hmm. and that's one thing also too i think like you have to keep reality stars like i don't think they should get paid that much because how else do you keep it authentic otherwise you're acting, you're acting. i mean uh, when you told me how much the Vanderpump Rules kids got and like kind of like explained that to me, I was I think I was a little shocked because, yeah, they're still working. The, I mean. OK, so <laughs> I think well, what did I tell you? No, I don't remember what it was like, were, maybe but. like three thousand and right. maybe three thousand an episode. But I don't think that much. Definitely not the first season. And then when you're a first so, like, if you're a new person, you're making, you're barely nothing. Because, like, right. I mean, everything in Los Angeles is so much based on, like, oh, well, I'm, like, giving you exposure. So, uh -huh. that's uh -huh. the trade-off. I mean, you do not, uh, the artists, the actors, the models, models uh, everybody gets scammed so much. Their time, it's a gig, a gig economy to the max, you know, in Los Angeles. And um, you're supposed to be totally fine with getting exposure. And... I think that kind of leads us well into 90 Day Fiance because they are, I think, the other most, God, they are take, taken advantage of. Exploited. Like exploited, I, definitely. Okay. Reality. Yeah. TV stars, like, give so much and, like, okay. Okay. wow. Only the American half gets paid. And it's shocking. Very, That's shocking. Maybe like okay, so sorry. Like how is it? Maybe three thousand an episode for Vanderpump Rules. I think Jax is the highest paid, and he gets like twenty five thousand an episode. Maybe I want to say maybe more. And then after that, Stassi, which is crazy because I feel like Stassi should have been able to negotiate more. Um, and like even Sheena, like you know, she was not making a lot. Versus. 
90 Day Fiance, you've got people making like $700 an episode and only the American half of the couple. Right. So, oh man, I freaking love this show, first of all. I I feel like it could have been me at any time being 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I feel like my whole life has been angling towards being 90 Day the other way where I get to move somewhere else and it just hasn't panned out. I've tried it a couple times and it hasn't panned out. Girl, don't give up hope. Hey, you know what? And I haven't. If you're listening out there in Nigeria, holler. Let me know. Like, look, I'm trying to get out of this country. This country's going downhill. I just feel like you're welcoming some sort of an email scam. I don't know. (laughs) That's racist that you would say that Nigerians are scammers. Listen, listen. My other thing about 90 Day Fiance, my big question is... How in the hell are they paying for this? I don't get it. Wow. How do they pay to go on all these trips to visit their little husbands and boyfriends? And this is, I don't understand it. I could, okay, so we could barely pay to go camping. Right, this right. past week it was so expensive we got a camper we had to pay to stay at the national parks right. each <laughs> night. Like, you're able to afford going to Morocco and fucking like you're like what? 25 and also have a kid like what I don't I it doesn't make any sense and that's when you start as a black person when you're watching these shows you're like oh, okay so like white people get more credit they must you. Right? thank you or okay. are they getting paid at such a higher rate that they're able to waste their fucking money like right, that right. like so, I cannot so make is- the math work no so this is a thing that we've been talking about which is you can't unsee it And I think once you get to this point where you see things, you're like, oh, so is this the wealth gap like right here in my face? Like, why does this 25 year old girl have more With seemingly no education. With seemingly, she's dumb as a box of rocks. Why does she have more money than I do at this point? Why are her like, why are her parents able to afford these things for her or just give her money outright? It's it's crazy! It's crazy to me to see. It's the wealth gap in your face, a hundred percent. In real life, there's no, there's no other way to explain it because I'm like, is she just making more money than I am? Or? Must be. I mean, like we're talking about when you know, like a house, a black household has like seven hundred dollars worth of assets, basically, right, versus right. a white household that has like what? I don't know, hundred thousand dollars, something like that, right? I don't know what the ratio is, but uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. Disturbing. Google it. The wealth gap. If you don't know the fucking wealth gap, you're listening to the wrong podcast. But let's move on. <laughs> I um I think the other thing that's really blaring about 98 Fiance is is in and in terms of race, is that the Americans I mean, this is a show that you go to to I I don't know why. Because the the, the in your mind you're like, oh, these foreign people are going to try to scam these American people mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get to America. Right. right. And because like what? Because Americans are so fucking egotistical that we're like, oh, of course, everyone wants to come to America with no free health care and, <laughs> and, and taxes on everything and war. And I mean, right. right. And smog, pollution, fracking, you name it. We got it. Guns. You want to die in a shootout? All right. Come to America. I mean, what we, but the, but the egotistical pompous attitude that you go into at first, you have, you really have to get checked. I think you do. Yeah. And I think this, this show does a good job of that because there's a lot of couples that I think we looked at at first and we were like, uh this can't be real but then you're like no this person actually had a better deal where they were at home so i'm not sure why they're trying to get here i mean but i will say this i think the show perpetuates the idea of the american dream and that's the biggest part is that i think the american dream is still alive and well that you can come here if you can make it here you can make it anywhere you can get you can make you like the the value of the dollar is so much better than the value of the, you know, Filipino, whatever their money is. Like, do you see what really? like, I I feel like yes. it shows more than anything the the stark reality of, of how bad America is. But I don't think that was the I think I think it should. Well, I think it shows both. I think 
it's only now showing the reality of how bad America is. Only because now? They, what are you talking about? Because when they, because, so it's the marrying of two things. So it's the people who want to come here and live the American dream. And then once they get here and see they're living in Connecticut. Or Las like, Vegas and it's hot as fucking dry. They're like, what the, f- this is not what I signed up for. I thought we were moving to New York. Like, I think it's such an interesting thing of like I what see. people think America is versus what America really is, which is shit. So. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know how this show is going to progress. You know, like, are people going to want to keep moving here? I think that the the fiance should go the other ways. I'm telling you, ninety days the other way. That's I want to be on ninety days the other way because because we need healthcare. You know. You know. You know. (sighs) Look, other countries are going to just deny us, and here we are. I mean, we're banned from going to other countries. Other countries have warnings about our shootings. Like, like that's I mean, a bad sign, they're like, you guys. yeah, America's a dangerous place to go to. Yeah, it's not a good sign at <laughs> it's all. Not good. It's not good. But that is, I think, like, it just is such a good example of another way that race uh, is highlighted. You know, it's just the way that Americans intake culture and the way that we always... Um, I mean, we're so lazy. We won't learn anything else. The, the, no, I think I, the biggest I, one for me is Andre. Oh, and yeah. uh, Elizabeth. God, if her family isn't the worst, most rude, most trashy family from Florida. I mean, it's nothing to do with Florida. I love Florida. I've been to Miami. I mean, I've had a great time in Ybor City. I have a great ooh, ooh. times in Florida. Okay. But her family is so trashy. And I don't want to put that all the way on Florida. Trashy, but rich. But rich somehow. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and for some reason, they think that that means that they have culture. And they don't. And the fact that they were like, she, she just does not support him. She, she I just, I, I can't even wrap my, my head around well, this Well, I think, I think their thing is also, so the other thing, I mean, which we were talking about earlier is classism, of course. And I think their thing with him, obviously, because Andre is, you know, technically a white guy. He's from wherever. But he's better looking. He's taller. He's he's like in shape. shape. Every uh, beating them by leaps and bounds. And he's a poor, but he's a poor. And that's the thing. And so they got to get to the bottom of why he's a poor. Why did you leave your country? Why were you ousted? Why were you? You can't go back. Oh, why not? Why not? Why not? And they can't even fathom. It's like, it's weird to me that you can watch a movie and believe that people can be, you know, like chased down or pushed out of their country Mm. or like framed or whatever. But when someone comes to you in real life and says, well, they were going to kill me, so I had to leave. I don't know about this. Hold on. Wait wait a minute. And and then he went as far to say he didn't. Actually, first of all, he didn't even say that at first. What he said was. The, the cops are really corrupt. I wanted to be a cop. I was a cop. I found that the cops are corrupt and I wanted to get out. That should have been... That's you know enough. What? Game over. That, that should have been you're a great fucking guy. No, no, no. They took it another step because they couldn't imagine why... Like how someone could possibly not just want to just be in America so bad. He moved somewhere else first. He moved to Ireland or whatever first. He could have stayed in Ireland. I feel like there's some weird thing with them and their looks that they're like, there's something there. Like the sister, I feel like the sister feels like uh, Elizabeth got a guy too hot for her. Too hot for her, I know. And I should have gotten a guy that hot and her husband's definitely not that hot. And listen, these are real things. I'm just saying these people think that we don't see it. But we see it. <laughs> oh, and the the brother is terrified of Andre, of course. Oh, he feels so inadequate. He's so insecure. Hates it. Hates this it. motherfucker got drunk at the wedding. Oof. Oof. Sloppy was... drunk. Sloppy drunk. Sweaty. You're not even. If you're overweight, you cannot get. <laughs> you can't. Don't. Listen, I've had to wear many of a. Uh, Keisha's the skinny one of us, and, and I've had to ma- wear many uh, of a. What are those called? Spanks, and the this is and the that. I wear spanks. Yeah. And we've also grown up in Virginia, and there's humidity. And listen, yes. you don't want any extra reason to sweat. No. Especially no. if you're chubby, because it's going to glisten off of different angles, this isn't that. And that's what the brother was giving us. But wow. also, he was like just yelling <laughs> in the middle of. <laughs> 
Did he have a chin strap also? God, I just uh, he, he had was so many the things worst. Going for him. And Andre had that handled that Andre 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 he yeah, handled that very right. well. Um, but yeah, I do think that especially with what's happening with the U.S. economy, that yeah. that yeah. show is maybe one of the most interesting shows because to me i mean you look at somebody like sinjin and uh that one chick oh tanya yeah. like dude let's go back to south africa Ex- ex- dude Ooh, what we south here? africa is great he like he wasn't living he was living in like cape town or something cape town is dope let's are go back you to cape town why am i living here are you kidding during quarantine Trash. come no, on no, no, come no, no, on no. and she's like you've and just she's like get a job it's like uh, or you could just go there and live there chill, like you're crazy okay? she's crazy but yeah so there's just a lot of i think like in terms of you know you have to have ignorant people to have that show or it doesn't work right ignorant in I terms mean, of like they don't know um like because we, we're all ignorant in different ways. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like sometimes on the the Bravo shows, they're too aware that they're on TV. So I think that the Ooh, ignorance yes. I'm talking about in terms of 90 Day is that they're almost ignorant of what they should be hiding. There isn't that veil. They're not, you know? they're not, yeah, they're not thinking about that. I think because they're always thinking about how their relationship looks. So maybe they don't have time to think about the other, hiding the other stuff. And actual survival. I mean, like, well, they true. do not pay these people anything. So, like, we are seeing, like, their real fucking lives. Remember that guy who lived with his daughter in an apartment? That, that was ah! a fucking good one. That was good. The daughter was pissed. Woo! I mean, that was good. That's real life. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's what I'm saying about how is it possible that this white guy convinced this woman i think she was was she filipino or i'm and not sure she was from. indonesia or something and oh, she something. was from a rich she family had, she came from a rich family there and she somehow he somehow convinced her that he had enough money to take care of her here and that her life would be better here and that her kids life would be better here ah it blows my mind i i, I don't understand it it is i mean classic. so you have to have some ignorance you have to You're have audacity. Yeah, well. You're a straight yeah. up liar. I mean, the guy, like, everybody wants to talk about Amphisa. Okay, this is, listen, you guys are going to have to These look, are deep look, cuts. look up clips. But, you know, Amphisa was a girl who was from, like, Russia, I think, yeah. and yeah. obviously had a boob job and all these things. She was, like, an Instagram model hot. Yeah. And, yes. But she was promised a certain level of life, and I think that, Rather than, I don't know, I just always looked at it like, isn't he more in the wrong for promising her a life that he couldn't yes. deliver on? But that that is the whole point of this like classism and stuff that we're talking, classism, racism, everything that we're talking about is that people keep thinking that they're on some crazy level that they're not on. Oh, yeah. Like people definitely like to have the audacity to be like, I'm chubby, not cute. Ooh, ooh. And I want you to move over here. And when you get here, I'm going to deny you whatever stuff we already talked no, about. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to get you nice purses. I'm going to get you this purse. It's $10,000. And then just cut it all off and then be mad at her. Are you kidding no, me? No, that's not her fault. Sorry. No, 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 you shouldn't no. have lied. They had a verbal agreement. As but far listen, as he lost a lot of weight in jail. Okay. Oh. So moving on to... The piece de resistance. Um, we're talking about housewives. We're talking about Bravo. We're talking about race. Obviously, we got to talk about the Real Housewives franchises in general. We touched on OC. Mm-hmm. Um, we touched on New York. I think you know. Obviously, we want to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta and Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, yeah, obviously because of the black ones, you guys. Duh. What more do you want us to say? I mean, that's it. Let's do it. Well, what can we say? Um, first thoughts are, I love that Potomac brings up race. And, um, but I also like to just experience my race through Atlanta. They're two different things to me. What, what does that mean? Potomac, I feel like I have to, th- I feel like I have to think about it. And like, 
Potomac, I have to think about it. Potomac, I have to, I have to ponder racism and its effects and how these women are dealing with it and cl- like colorism and all of this kind of stuff. Atlanta, I just get to see black people having fun and being cool. Mm. Well, that's the difference in <laughs> in uh, Potomac and Atlanta. I mean, just like in terms of region. So like, oh my God. They're, okay. So listen, this is a progressive podcast. So I don't care about your feelings. There are, I'm blocked by Yvette Nicole Brown. Okay. I'm blocked by Ava DuVernay. Um, these are like once women get once black women sometimes get a like they have so many phds or levels of whatever um or you know they're in a certain tax bracket it it's it's almost like they just it's too bougie it's too judgmental it's too closed off it's too i know exactly what it is that we need and I mean, some of like, let me tell. Okay, so the reason I got blocked by Yvette Nicole Brown <laughs> at the beginning of <laughs> the primaries, um, well, middle, I guess, uh, she said that all black women b- would vote for Joe Biden. And I said, mm, well, nope. Some black women remember Anita Hill and how we handled that and the 94 crime bill and. Not all black women are going to vote for Joe Biden. We have better candidates. Bernie Sanders was obviously still in the race. Um, And it got a couple of likes and then she blocked me. (laughs) And the thing was about it, she said all black women would vote for Joe Biden at me. So that's the thing. Oh, she said right. at me. And so and you added and I added her and I was hoping for a sincere conversation but people like her and Joy Reid they are so dismissive of the young black voice and it is so insulting because they have platforms like like for me as a black actor I feel like I am doing nothing but hurting myself by saying right. Right. I don't support Joe Biden. I don't support Trump either, of course. But the thing is, I know the effects that Joe Biden's policies have done on my family and my life, on the economy, on, uh, you know, just on my ability. Like, I would have loved to work in a factory, had a trade, not have had to go to college. Like, that really wasn't my jam. But NAFTA really ruined that. So, there, like, I feel like um, being black, it's like you're all there's a certain type of black person where you have to fit a certain mold and there's no nuance allowed even within our community. And I feel that way with like Dr. Wendy. Um. (laughs) Dr. Wendy has a lot of degrees and don't you forget it. She knew the statistics of how many people in the world had PhDs. Ugh, how, how gross. gross. Why do you know that? How, how gross. Because she only cares about herself. I'm sorry. I have to back away from the mic. Maybe we should take a little break and then we'll come back and we'll talk more about Dr. Wendy. We hope you're enjoying this crossover episode. I hope they show Bravo and Hell is our podcast where we talk about all things reality TV. And this is bullshit is where we focus on culture, society, politics and whatever we find to be bullshit uh, sorry we're a little bit uh tough on the whites in this episode but uh racism reality tv what are you gonna talk about we love you though enjoy the rest of the episode and we're back <laughs> Talk about Dr. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. You got to call her doctor. I actually don't because I, what, I don't, what is she? What is she a doctor of? As Karen, I think very rightfully asked. What is she, what is, what did she devote all this time to, to get her doctorate? As far as I can tell, enriching herself and pulling herself up the social ladder because i don't know what i i know that there's something about we saw her do something about with women women's and pet but i mean every literally every single woman who's like involved in business and you know wants to be (laughs) 
Right. Is that what her doctorate is in business? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea what she's it's got four degrees, she said. So what are you, when are you using four degrees, I guess? Just my issue with exactly like, like, are you, are you actually using it or when, when do you just start collecting it? Yeah. And that's really the issue with, with Wendy. Like, it just seems like she's one of those people who just pursues higher education to rub it in somebody else's face. Like, I haven't heard her say, you know, I pursued these degrees because I'm so passionate. I'm so interested in ABC. Right. She always has an external force that always has to do with like, uh, you know, her parents showing or, off or yeah. yeah, it's always her, her mom. She did it for her dad for, because she's an immigrant, like for other people to look up to. Right, but like, she- what about something within yourself that fulfills you about getting this education or, or is, or is it going to be fulfilling for you to later just be able to talk about it? I like that. Right. I just don't get yeah, it. Yeah, she acts so strained about it, and yet she went through with it and did it. So you, where's your? Pa- it's confusing to me. She chose to. She chose to go. That's all I'm. This lady, I just can't with her. I see. Yeah. I, um, I'm sure that there are people who get degrees only to one up other people. And throw it in their face. I mean, there are plenty of people out there who get degrees for good reasons. But I would say these days, it's more likely that you're getting a degree just to get a degree. And I would say, like, you wouldn't say, like, maybe, allegedly, maybe Dr. Wendy's one of these people. Look, look. It's allegedly just, like, I mean, she just, why? I also <laughs> wouldn't ask you to call her Dr. Wendy because that would be weird, wouldn't it? I agree. And the way she tried to come after Karen and the way Karen put her together. Oof. That you made a, a good point. I mean, you made a good point about ignorance versus education. And she didn't understand it because she's ignorant. Like she that's the thing that uh, something about Dr. Wendy. I don't know. She's just coming off like just too judgmental to me. I hate when she's kind of Heather Dubrowing it with with this franchise like Heather, at least, though, like, I could find comical, but she did think she was above the franchise. And it's uh-huh. like, you, yeah. for, how dare you talk to Karen and ask Wendy, her what degree she has? You're both on the same show. I was like, does it really matter at the end of the day, then? Yeah, because Wendy definitely thinks she's above the show. That's a great So pattern. So then don't come to the show. Then don't, then don't be on the show. Yeah, exactly. If you're above the show, don't be on the right. show. Right, but for her... Like, if you're going to be a pundit, be a pundit. You know, one minute you're on CNN, the next minute you're on Bravo. Like, get it together. What do you want to do with your MSNBC. Like, whatever. She, What's the difference? Wendy, I don't know. I can't even. Okay. But that... Okay, but this is... That's a good... So... For you, that's a good marker for DC. For sure. The that is eighty percent of the people you're gonna meet. I mean, if you're gonna meet some black people, it's likely they're gonna be uppity and they're gonna be obnoxious as fuck, and they're only gonna care about what you can do for them and how you can what if you're going to preakness or not, and like you know what you're wearing and. But it's the same it's, thing here. It's the same thing here, just with different qualifications. It's I guess, the same I guess so. Thing. I mean, I guess so. God, Every, just, because that's that's how culture moves. That's how societies move. How else do you, like, like we say we don't want to be judgmental, but what are we talking about? Like, <laughs> what? The society runs on being judgmental. If you didn't judge people, people would just, like, shit in the streets and kick you in the face. And, like, come on. Like, of course we judge. Like, I just feel like we can't, we have to get back to a place where we're having honest conversations about things. And like somebody like, like, okay, like just with race and like Potomac, you know, like that's something I just didn't appreciate, appreciate from Dr. Wendy because she's just putting too much onus on and too much pressure on the, on the black woman to not be able to express themselves. Like, we can be just that yeah. have just as many emotions well, because it, then if you don't allow somebody to be angry, you don't allow somebody to be sad. You don't. It's that we've seen on Bravo. It's not like they were the first show out of the gate and this is the first thing happening. I mean, Teresa flipped the table like within a 
a few episodes. Right. Right. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, it's always different when it comes from, yeah, there was a big debate on Twitter, I, I feel like, um, over Candace and Monique and like, you know, ugh, like their whole fight or whatever. Um, and it's true that white women fight just as much on TV. I, mean, I guess we just... didn't explain the situation in case you don't watch the show. Oh, sorry. Sorry. In case you, okay. Back it up. Remember okay. <laughs> okay. VHSs and like, what are those other things called? Cassette tapes. Cassette tapes. Okay. Okay. Cassette tapes. So you had to rewind. Um, so what we're talking about is Monique and Candace got into a physical altercation. Two black women from Real Housewives of Potomac. Right. And the Twitters were all a twat because they were just talking about how everyone was so offended. They were let black, down. Black, black people mostly were let down by... No, 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 no. I don't think yes. it was black people mostly. I think no. it was white women mostly. Yes. A hundred percent. Are you kidding me? No. no I f- what? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. White, white women were let... What do white women care what black women Keisha, are doing? What are the podcasts that listen to? Come on. Oh, you're and right. And that's why I was also saying, though, I appreciated Casey Wilson saying, like, if she were in that situation, Candace is a provocateur. She eggs yes, yes, people yes, yes, yes. on. So, For sure. Um, you know, this is a situation when you're dealing with, <laughs> I think, like, bougie black women in Maryland and... They're just like, it, one of them is a pageant girl. I mean, one of them is a football player's wife. It's just like any other show. I mean, right, people right. fight, women fight. It's hum- it's humanity. And I think where it really went a little bit off the rails is just that there's being too much attention on the fight and Monique's having to answer to too much. Like, like let's not right, forget right. when Danielle from Real Housewives of New Jersey, oh, oh. when she went to go fight Margaret, I mean, she was fully out of the fight in a small boutique store that was her friend's store. Mm -hmm. She just said, oh, I just have to go. I just have to. I can't help myself. Almost the exact same scenario, actually, because there was also a glass of wine involved or champagne or whatever and hair pulling. Very similar scenario. Similar scenario, except for I feel like, yeah, I mean, well, no, you're right. No, No, the only thing, the only thing with Monique was that she came for her afterwards. Like, she didn't, her adrenaline was pumping. She was going for it. Yeah, she was going for it. She was going, but, hmm, I mean, I feel like it's like a, a huge respectability thing, though. I feel like everyone was like, oh, it's like, you don't, the problem is you can't put people on a pedestal and then not expect you know because then it's too harsh when you judge them like i feel like these women are like these are the best black women i've ever met in my life like you know like real well even monique puts herself on a pedestal yes absolutely like very much there well because um you're saying the show started on etiquette really so they're even on this extra extra echelon of like we're so proper we're so this we're so that and so then uh, uh, you know, as a viewer, you're like, well, these are only few black people I see on TV, and now they're acting a fool. I can't believe yeah. it. Like, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. You white ladies have to let it go. Listen, we they're, all they're rejoice. Fi- everyone fights. We all yeah. rejoice when Stassi slapped Kristen. We all rejoice when Jax hit. When Sandoval hit Jax. Like, you know, it's good to like. I was fighting with somebody about this on our Twitter, and it's like, it's good. You're telling me when you watch Back to the Future. And Biff Tannen got punched in the face when he was trying to rape somebody. That didn't give you some sort of pleasure. What are you talking about? How do you think that we got America through violence? What are we talking about? It goes back to our religion. You have to have some kind. Somebody has to be the asshole. Otherwise, why are we watching this TV? So I think then the question that people make beyond that is like, well, then aren't we supporting racist people aren't we giving them a a platform and i think you know at the end of the day it does more of a detriment to ourselves to put ourselves in a bubble than it does to have to listen to somebody like listen i've listened to podcasts where 
some of y'all are talking about your treatments and your treatments and your kids and your treatments and all these things. And it sounds very privileged and it's very difficult for me to listen to. And I have to take breaks <laughs> or I have to skip it or whatever. But like, I think you like the, like when I used to do stand up at the comedy store or wherever it was, you know, where they were just like women were they were going to say something foul. They were going to yeah. make you feel uncomfortable Always. or try to leave the room or whatever it was. It still does. It doesn't do any good to not be in the room, though. So right. I feel like we have to be willing to like be uncomfortable, have the conversations like. And definitely, I think being too politically correct is too boring. It's just not realistic and it's boring. But also everybody is so nuanced. Like, I mean, everybody can always make the joke of like, oh, well, I love my grand my grandparent, but they're so politically incorrect. But like, that's everybody. Like, I mean, that's everyone. Exactly. Literally, yeah. Like, I have a best friend from uh, from third grade, you know, who said the N word to me and I didn't think it was the end of the world. I wanted to dis discuss it. But like. I wouldn't write her off completely because of that. Right. Like people are nuanced. People make mistakes. People say the wrong things. People run on emotions. Sometimes you're upset. Sometimes you're running on grief. Like just to kind of not saying that it's not anybody should be canceled. Like I think you can kind of do yeah. that. Yeah, they're okay. You can do that better though with your dollar though, or you you know. But no, no yeah, I think I think there's some people. And I'm the one who said that. Like, I don't think canceling is like a great thing, but I, I'm sure there are instances where people just need to be shut down entirely and shouldn't receive any further acknowledgement from society in general. But sometimes what I've noticed the most is that when you do give people a platform, they will talk themselves into their own oblivion. Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever it was when he went on Rogan or whatever. I mean, he started saying weird things about pedophilia and then he got canceled because it was something completely different from even his racism stuff. Like oh. I, 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 wait, who are you talking about? That, it was a few years ago. My, he was like, maybe, I don't know if he's Russian or what, but just like a guy, he was a pro, agent provocateur kind of guy, um, on the, on the right. Um, but, you know, people give Joe Rogan a lot of shit for having, you know, these right people on his, on his podcast. But also, I mean, he's friends with them. That's the difference. Right. But I do think... Another story. There has to be some sort of merriment where you understand that people are complex. You understand that, you know, there just has to be... We have to go back to that deeper thinking. Otherwise, it's just division... And, and nothing gets solved. I agree. Um, I don't know how it's going to happen. By watching these reality shows. Well, by watching them, but also by them not cutting stuff out. Exactly. That's more the issue, isn't it? Yeah. Play Real Housewives of Auckland. Play it again. Yes, because I haven't even seen it. I mean... It was... Oh, it was so good. Yeah, like, I do, I do think... And I think, like, even, okay, for instance, like, microaggressions. I think a lot of white people don't know what microaggressions are, but I think if you could watch it on TV, you might see it. Because you could see people's facial expressions. You can see their, you know, honestly, hands down, the camera people and the editing people on Bravo are the absolute best. Woo! I mean, hands down. You, they catch every emotion. They wait that extra second or two seconds or three seconds every time to see someone's face just fucking drop uh, when they think they're off camera already. Oh, they're gold. They're so good. It's, but that's the kind of stuff that you can't relay that. You can't have a conversation with someone and like relay that to them. Mm -hmm. Like, if but, I think if, but I think if you could see it, yeah, if you could see someone's face just fucking drop and then like, you're like, uh oh that's what you know like you have to see it like they just need to play it all and play it raw mm. i don't know play it all and play it raw y'all that's how you fix racism right there Boom. racism is fixed we did it i mean wow I mean, we didn't talk about Atlanta, but... I, President I, I, Trump, I'll take my check. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> you know they ain't passing no relief. Look, 
this man was going to give us money. All he just wanted to sign his little name on there. Who cares? Let him sign his stupid name on there. I don't care. Too late now. I'm going to vote for him because he signed his name on something. I don't care. I'm just going to cash the check. Yeah. You haven't ever taken money from somebody you don't like. You don't ever talk to them again. Like, haven't you ever gotten a drink from a guy at a bar and you were like, I'm going to get this drink, but I'm not going to talk to this guy. Like, bye. <laughs> like, exactly. why would I care if Trump gave me money? Like, that would never Who sway cares? me. Same situation. Exactly. That See, was a good analogy. Just need, this yeah. is what I'm saying. We need to use reality TV to also to in, in our real they, lives. Yeah, they, they go hand in hand. Megan McCain is friends with Erica Jane. Ooh, what are you you saying? That doesn't mean something. That doesn't that's, say something. That's not a conversation. That's a hundred percent a wow. Well. Megan McCain was also friends with Tila Tequila. What? Yeah. Who I think is like a hardcore Republican. Tequila, tequila. Oh, tequila? yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, that makes. Sense. Oh my god, jeez! Oh, a lot of these reality stars I think are hardcore Republicans, which is because the, they all think they that all they're, they're going to be gonna millionaire billionaires. That's, that's what you I'm saying about idiot. the tax breaks. They all keep thinking that they're going to be in this tax bracket. You I bet are you not. none of them make four hundred thousand dollars a year. I no, bet no, you not. not. No. I mean, Megan McCain, think? yes, but I'm talking Meghan about McCain, tequila, tequila. I'm, no, Come when's on. the last time Tequila Tequila made money? Absolutely mm -mm. not. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. People need to start thinking like we're all You're the same poor. Age. We're the working right. class. Right. We're right. the ones who actually think about how much Keisha opened my eyes to this. Think about how much free work you do on social media. Oof. As a as a generation, gen, what am I, Gen X? As a Gen Xer, and I'm a millennial. It's it's crazy yeah i thought it was bad when i had to like start like having a blackberry for work and like you know then you're on your iphone and like you know whatever you had but a pager i didn't never had you a pager you stole a pager i borrowed dad's pager when i was in high school so i could be cool mm. okay you needed to but be in the beep beep i don't know why i couldn't just accept phone calls <laughs> <laughs> But I did have to work and get like a Blackberry and all that shit. And like, you don't think about it at the time. You just think like, oh, this is like, yeah, this is so cool. This is awesome. But you don't think about the fact that you're checking your email at eight o'clock at night on a Friday night. Like, oh, ew, no. why am I doing this? You're paying me $40,000 a year and I'm checking my email. Mm -hmm. and no, 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 no. And yeah, with your generation, it's insane the number of things you guys do you have know a facebook do. do you have a twitter do you have an instagram do you how have a youtube you have like yeah. what right. Right. do i have do you, to do you edit your own videos do you edit your own sound do you do your own like it's ridiculous do you touch up your own photos like they do not pay you for the work no and think about all the content like think about the tiktok like now you're seeing tiktok videos on regular tv and i'm just thinking like are they paying people for these and for this, but if they're like, paying them, they're paying them a non-union rate, probably. So. <laughs> right. And then that person who's in the TikTok ad doesn't get compensated. They get paid once. They get paid once. So everybody gets F. But, but they... Exactly. So, I mean, of course, guys, capitalism, these com these companies are always trying to screw us all over. Um, but... I don't know. It's it's how, just how are we gonna, it sucks because you can't really even have labor unions and listen, that's gonna be another oof. oof Cause guys. listen, Biden looks like Biden is pulling in this presidency and we are gonna go hardcore on his ass. Can't wait. I can't wait. The um, whole time. I don't care how you feel. I dislike this motherfucker. He hurt the working class. He hurt black people he is the reason why there is the prison pipeline he is the reason why the state police are so militarized no matter how many times he wants to say that it's not he was against busing which our mom was the first black person to integrate her schools in her county like this is so personal to me i hate this motherfucker and he is not he's not committed to do anything revolutionary and I just Absolutely want you to know, not. and the reason I hate him is because I know he's going to leave us all screwed over like they did in 2008, and we none of us deserve it. And that's why I'm saying we have to come together. We have to be willing to self-reflect. I was a Democrat, and just the unwillingness to listen to our base. You have to understand, the GOP, they let, they let the people at least pick Trump. As crazy as he was, they picked him. 
And and I think that it's I was worried about democracy the second that they didn't let us as the base of the Democratic Party pick the nominee and um you know, everybody's saying we have to wait until after the election to push push him left. And that's why I haven't done a lot of my impersonations and stuff. I wanted it to seem like I was trying to in, like really stop Joe Biden in any way, even though I don't like him. Um, I do think, you know, better option than Trump. But I this I'm we are going to push him left. And if you have any kind of dignity and and you believe in democracy in this country i just feel like you better be there also pushing him left but listen i also believe i'm a realist it's not gonna happen he's given us all of unfortunately the clues yes. and it's not gonna happen no, no no i don't think it's gonna happen i do think it should happen though i think um you know I think Bernie could have won. I think Bernie would have won. I think Bernie would have won. Yeah. But what can we do now? Here we are. And that's that's um, not like that's not any bullshit on like, oh, you guys are just so hung up on Bernie. No, it's not no, about no, that. No. It's about, it's about Fo like Fox News did exit polls nationwide. And, you know, you still have Medicare for all a statewide uh, state, a government controlled health care program polling at 72 percent yep. you mm -hmm. still have you know um it, i mean even like immigration law you still have people going against deportation at high rates you had people um in florida voting for 15 dollar hour uh, minimum wage you had four states three of them i would call red uh voting to pass marijuana legalization so you cannot tell us that progressive policies would not win burn and that's the right. difference it wasn't about bernie we are not attached to that it's the policy and honestly they should let us vote on the policy wow. they don't wow. want to let us do that of course no way no 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 that's not the way our government works and it never i don't know if it's ever going to get any better i mean will we ever have a third party doesn't look like it. Wow. Questionable, right? right? Wow. Like, so this, what I thought was interesting is that I feel like they fucked over our whole third party chances because, you know, you get a certain amount of votes for a third party, they get money so they can build a third exactly. party. But um, every person who maybe, except for maybe the people in California, but most people who I think are, would like a third party weren't able to vote for a third party because of where they lived and they felt like they had to vote for Joe Biden. Oh, well, not only that, but the Democrats worked their hardest to get the Green Party kicked off of a lot of ballots, which is crazy. Do you understand? Why would you do the that? The only like, reason that Biden is winning right now is because the Libertarian Party, because of these Republicans who don't agree with Trump, with Trump who yeah. voted third party Republican, basically. Isn't that crazy? And you won't let us vote third party Democrat. What kind no. of bullshit? This is what I'm saying. You can't. They're clearly not for a democracy. No, and they're not for any of the policies that we want. I mean, but it's but it's not beyond that. They're not for a democracy. Like I've just I've just seen people on Twitter. I mean, everywhere just talking about you know the view, whatever it is, being worried about Trump accepting results and all these thises and thats. But you guys, we were talking about this in the primaries when. We sh we should we could have made the precedent for mail in ballots as the Democratic Party with the primaries because the pandemic was hitting. Yep. It was in March. It was before Super Tuesday. Yep. We all knew it was coming. And Tom Perez insisted on keeping the dates and having people vote in person, whereas we could have put postponed it and implemented mail-in ballots and that would have set a precedent of the fact that these are secure that these are safe this is a great way to do right. it this is a safe way to do it and they refused and biden's team told people it was safe to go in person and bernie sanders drops out and it is just utter fucking bullshit you i mean you've got polling places closed you've got college kids i, I voted for obama at Ohio State in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. 
So if this had happened to me, I would have been in Virginia because right. I would have had to have gone home. And how would I have voted? You would have you would have had to drive. I back. would have had to have driven yeah. back. Yeah. What? But at the cost of what? Getting getting a, a terrible disease like yeah. virus. Yeah, like it's right. It mm-hmm. is in fact. I just cannot fathom the fact that they would do that as the Democratic Party just to, to try to claim that you care about democracy and all of these things are happening and they're closing they closed 95 percent of polling places in like one of the states and one in one of the cities mm-hmm. in one of the states milwaukee. and milwaukee was a disaster too like milwaukee they had a ton of down ballot democrats and i think or i think right and because they wanted it to pass they were like no 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 you gotta vote in person and i remember my friends from milwaukee talking to them they're like i guess our parents are gonna go to vote in person because they feel like this is like that important and it's like yeah you could have just you're right you could have just they are sacrificed <laughs> like changed it up as much as they want to talk about trump sacrificing his base they put all of those people in harm's way right by not just using science and you in saying you know what we're gonna make the right decision and we're gonna take our time and we're gonna just postpone it easy as that and that didn't happen and i that's like where we can't do the self-reflection and we can't look at our own selves like Democrats I used to be, just saying. When that can happen, that's where I feel like society is crumbling. And I feel like that's kind of where we're at. Like, if you're telling me there's podcasts that are supposed to be fun and they can't find a fun way to, like, recap coronavirus and, and Kelly Dodd and all these things, like... You might not agree with them, but I do think it's important. Like, why does she believe in not wearing a mask? I want to figure it out. I want to know. I want to know. Exactly. I want to know. what. Yeah. Because how can you have such a staunch? Yeah. It's like you need to know an anti-masker to know why you are a masker, I guess. Right? Like, you need to kind of. Well, it makes sense. It makes sense to you. It makes sense to you what you're doing, of course. But. I want to know, like, like why I like these to know people feel so yeah. safe not being masked. Right. It, right. it doesn't. It still doesn't do me any like disservice. Like, I still am gonna believe. I don't think that they're gonna persuade me or anything. No, but, but I do want to understand like how other people are thinking or why they think it's so safe. Or maybe they have well, good health insurance or, and like or, they feel or safe. Or maybe they have information that we don't have. Maybe which is ha- has been revealed quite a few times that a lot of rich people insider trading. Uh-huh. Had a lot of information that we did not have. So insider trading that's never that's not being prosecuted apparently because it's the election and they just fucking forgot. No, about we it just don't have whatever. time. Just oh, couldn't be bothered. Um Trump. You gotta focus we on Trump. We gotta focus on Trump. That's the only thing we Don't work worry focus about on. those senators who might have insider traded at the beginning of the pandemic. A couple of people made some money off the PPP loan. No big whoop. Who cares? And a billy And let's move on. Okay, great. I mean, that's America, guys. I don't fucking know. It's a clusterfuck. Like, it's just one lie after another and i think it's like once you know how like when you're a little kid and you like start lying and you can't oops you can't stop lying yeah. what you, know, you have to no. if you start a white lie you gotta follow no 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 i was too scared of lying that's why okay. i was so so honest it was bad oh no 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 see you start like a little white lie like oh you know I was over at Jenny's house and then like, like oh yeah, what'd you have for dinner in Jenny's house? Oh, it was meatloaf. Oh, like, specific. Oh, so nice. Oh, it's weird. Like you guys didn't get back from Jenny's house until like, you didn't get back home until like nine. You're like, you know, pretty good. That's weird. But like, no, no, no. You know what happened was um, Jenny's mom was like, oh my God, you know what movie I love? Hocus Pocus. Let's watch Hocus Pocus. And I was like, yeah, of course I want to talk about See what I'm saying? Like it snowballs. Oh, that sounds like you're a bad at lying. It snowballs into a no, million No, you have to just lies. cut it off. You have to say, oh, yeah, I was at Janice's house. I'm going to sleep. Good night. That's Why trauma. would you even let yourself no. be open no. to this See, kind of... See, that's... You're letting yourself... I... I'm the G. I am the DNC. You're the GOP. This is what you're what? just cutting it. You're just cutting it off and saying, you know what? I wasn't even at Jenny's house. Boom. And I'm over here like, look, Jenny's a good kid, okay? Like I like Jenny. I her mom. It's not cool. about Jenny. It's about you. Out. You 
doesn't matter. You always matter. want to deflect. Okay, exactly. I see. Now you I see. see. Now I'm always trying to deflect. Yes, as the DNC, I'm always trying to deflect. Okay, that's your character. Beca- okay. yeah, yeah, because what you told me earlier today about Kamala and her sister and this and that. Oof, I mean. Oh, I didn't want to get into that. Look, I think it's pertinent. Listen, all that we know is (laughs) that there was an L.A. Times article that was released September 2019. And I guess nobody paid attention because Kamala wasn't really like a big contender. So but her brother-in-law was in charge of the marketing stuff for Proposition 22. Mm-hmm. The Uber, Lyft, gig driver Dash, kind of yeah. a mm-hmm. prop. Gig, gig co- mm-hmm. And then her sister also did something. Don't remember. And then her their daughter, her niece, is on Uber's like diversity team or something. And so it's just all very incestuous, and it very Look much into leads it. into like bad labor laws and bad laws for unions, and, and that bad. and bad things that the DNC does, like. The DNC is not, unfortunately, it's just like because of this team situation, you're supposed to believe that Hmm. the Democrats are for workers and the Republicans are for rich people. And I think both of them are for fucking over everybody. Both of them are for capitalism. And you you are the slave working in this capitalist society. That's what it is. You're getting scraps. But they would have you believe something else. And I think stuff like that is so interesting that no one, just no one ever picked up on that article. Like, it just didn't catch on. It just didn't catch on. Like, it should have. Well, because if you didn't think that she was a, I mean, she didn't win any delegates. So people were like, all right. But it should have at least caught on in the sense of like, so, okay, wait. So if she would not have run for president, would she be running for Senate again? I guess so. Right. Right. So that's what what I'm saying. I get, so. She probably would. So it's like, I feel like it should, she's a, she's a political figure either way. Yeah, but I mean. But this is what I'm saying about like the people, the people who got the PPP loan, fine scenes people, you know what I like? And like, didn't need it. And but the they overwhelm who, us with information to know because how do you know? Everything you know, you know? You gotta, you gotta, we gotta have checks and balances because. These people are running rampant. We're going to keep checks and balancing all of them. And I would just like to say this in closing. Mm -hmm. I know that this is a joint, I hope they show Bravo in hell, and a This Is Bullshit podcast. I know that they're joint right now, but I would like to leave with the question that Keisha and I, we both had this. Are Giselle Bryant from Real Housewives of Potomac, Denise Richards from... Real Houses of Beverly Hills and Vanessa Williams, the singer, the one and only. Are they clones? Sean Blazington, get at us. This is a Let signal to Sean Blazington. Look him up on YouTube. Shout out. Let's, co- let's collab. Let's collab. You know? Yeah, yeah because we have some theories. He's done some good work, some investigative journalism. Okay, and I want to know because these ladies look similar. Hmm? Beautiful all, but clones. Maybe clones. And then is the intertwinement of racism and reality TV. Please subscribe, like, leave us a comment, leave us a review, give us all the stuff. Ask us questions. With two young black women. Here we are, putting ourselves out there for you, the audience. Wow, what an accent. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying something new. I'm doing this isn't that. It's okay. Wow, wow. All right, wow. this has been I Hope They Show Bravo in Hell. And this is bullshit. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.